Hey everybody, this is Chad. And Z. Yeah, and welcome to the PVC Podcast. Woohoo, first one! Woo! Yeah, and um, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, digital life, our uh, kind of review from a gamer's perspective, mm-hmm. right? But first, let's give a cheap plug to everything that we're doing on iTunes. Uh, we are currently hosting everything that we've ever done since January of 2007 on iTunes. Every Friday, we've released new content since our inception, mm. and uh, we will continue to do that. And now, you can subscribe on iTunes to the PVC Production video podcast and get that stuff along with possibly some audio podcasts thrown in there for good measure. Uh, every week, which is really exciting. But you should yeah. still check out our website, pbc-productions.com, and subscribe on YouTube and do all those great things you were doing before. Well, so let's talk about digital life a little bit. Yeah, digital life. Yeah. So we dig- went. We went. We totally went. We went on a we went on a Saturday, a Saturday? which is the, which is the busiest day. Right. It's a four day event. Right. It's kind of a what was it called? The Digital Life Expo. Expose. This That's- is an expose on digital life that's right it was held in the uh, jacob javits center mm-hmm. that's right a massive black ominous uh you know giant convention center on the west side of manhattan that's right mm-hmm. often mistaken for an airport on the inside because it's so massive and actually when we got there there were more than one convention or expo i guess you call it uh happening at the same time which that's, that's i didn't true. even know could happen that's true. Uh, I had to grab Z and uh, drag her away from accidentally going into the diabetes uh, convention. It's true. I was I was psyched about the diabetes, but uh, you know, then then I was lured back over to the other side of video right. games and remembered then my purpose. The sugar in your blood took a hold of you. Yeah. And, uh... Hypoglycemia. Who cares? Oh, time for electronics. Yes. <laughs> so, so I, I guess. There were there was a pretty massive line, I must say. There were a lot of people there. I don't know how many. It, it had was to be, a good amount of people when we got there. Right, in the hundreds. And mm-hmm. we, and there was a pretty big line just to get our badges to mm-hmm. actually enter. Mm-hmm. Which by the way, we got in for free. Yes. And we used the MySpace code. That's right. Z ninja a code and we <laughs> got in for free. Otherwise we'd have to pay fifteen dollars and I definitely I definitely wouldn't have gone if I had to pay 15 bucks. To really? Get in. But there was so much cool stuff there. You yeah. Know, there was a lot of stuff to look at. There were uh, a lot of people I to guess. talk to. I, I mean, I could see why somebody would want to pay 15 bucks. I mean, there's a lot of new stuff to look at, you know? I mean, I guess, but like there wasn't, I mean, uh, there wasn't anything like the Wii launch or That's like, true. you know, mm-hmm. the iPhone there to play with. I or hear Karma and Electra was there last year, so. Really? Yeah. No and you kidding. were even there last year. I know, and I played with the Wii for the first time there last year, so that was like a big thing. And this yeah. year, all the consoles are out. No so. Carmen Electra. No Carmen Electra. Well, anyway, there was interesting stuff. Um, there were a lot of people selling stuff, obviously. I mean, yeah. it's an expo. That's what you do, right? Um, you try and sell your wares. Um, Basically, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's like a good, it's like a testing ground. It's like a little feedback area for people to get excited about certain products, and that was... There's certainly no shortage of that, from everything from new video games to uh, 3D glasses for uh, first-person shooters. Man, I didn't see those. It was one of the tournaments they're holding. It was like 3D glasses sponsored. And I was I was looking at like all right, all the there's like 12 gamers and this guy like announcing uh, what they're doing in the game, and they're all wearing these like these weird orange sunglasses. I think I, I took a picture of that, and then I saw oh yeah, it says. Giant bold letters, 3D glasses, make your gaming experience, you know, 
frag somebody for real. Oh. Just kind of kind of like the virtual army experience that we uh, that we avoided. Oh yeah. Yeah, the, I mean, we played a couple games while we were there, but a few. um to be honest, I'm not uh, really into first-person shooters and that was what a lot of what was happening was. That's First-person shooters. I'm uh, more of a puzzle game kind of a person, and uh, I really like the older consoles as well. But we'll get into the older consoles because they were represented there. It was actually a, a nice representation, but we'll get to that. Right. We'll get to that. Right. Back to whatever we were, we were talking about. Um... Games that were there. Games that we played. Okay, okay. All right, cool. So, yeah, there were a lot of uh, first-person shooters there. So uh, the first the first place we went to, we went to the Dell booth. Mm-hmm. Well, was, truck, truck, the, the booth. Dell truck, the sweaty man truck. That I have was the to Dell say booth. that they had like a tent outside of the truck where they had all these computers housed, and um, people were playing. Um, oh, conquest! What is that game? Command and Conquer. Command and Conquer. Lots of that going on, um, and then you can go inside the truck, and I'm like, ooh, what's inside the truck? It looks like, you know, maybe it's a movie or, like, a carnival ride. Who knows? But, no, you go inside, and it's actually the same thing that's outside, but it's just a sweaty, stuffy environment with lots of people playing the same game, but instead of, you know, there's just no air circulation, which I I think some people liked that somehow. So so, so there's a bunch of PCs stacked up outside outside of the truck, and then a bunch of PCs inside the truck. It kind of mm-hmm. reminded me of like uh, a county fair, except I would love to see like first-person shooters in a truck on a county fair. You know what I mean? Like you go to the county fair, you're like, all right, there's nothing to do but play darts at the midway, and then you go on like you know go into a truck, and there's some educational thing in there. Mm-hmm. And instead, there was Command and Conquer, which is kind of cool. Yeah. So, although I mean, I, I played it for a while. I, I picked up where some other guy left off, and uh, I gotta say, like I haven't really played the series. Although I'm, I'm a big fan of, of uh, real-time strategy games. But, uh, yeah, I just had a bunch of grunts getting decimated by these giant gun turrets over and over and over again. I couldn't really uh, command uh, or conquer them. Ah, it happens. But, you know, I got to play <laughs> Pac-Man, which I was psyched about. Really? However, the thing I was not psyched about is that it was on a cell phone. Oh, and can I tell you that it's not the same? I don't care what anybody says. You can't put a game like Pac-Man on a cell phone with itty-bitty little buttons and, like, a D-pad that's smaller than my pinky. You just yeah. can't. I mean, it, it, I, I, was, I felt like I was guessing, and I'm a pretty damn good Pac-Man player. And I have to say that uh, That is it was... true. Every, everybody listening, you're, you're, you're listening to somebody who can get pretty far on a quarter. Yeah. Yeah, and I was a little distraught. I felt like I wasn't able to represent my Pac-Man ability uh, in a uh, in a in a real way, you know? Because yeah. uh, the cell phone was keeping me down. Yeah, and we ran into. Uh, it, what's What's funny is that uh, when they when they premiered that last year, and the last the last Digital Life of the Year premieres, mm-hmm. when they premiered that cell phone Pac-Man game, they had a tournament to see, uh, you know, who's the best cell phone Pac-Man player. And uh, Triforce, uh, Isaiah Triforce Johnson, uh, you know, the emperor of Empire Arcadia, mm-hmm. the dude with the power glove. The huge uh, gang of, uh, well, they're not, they're an empire. They're, they're, they're an the, empire they're the, of Arcadians. <laughs> they're, they're competitive gamers in New York. It's a right. group of competitive gamers. Some, some would say the biggest group of competitive gamers in, uh, let's say, in New York. It's a big deal. Right. 
Anyway, the the Emperor is very, I, I will say, very good at, at certain old school games. Some of them being Wrath of, uh, not Wrath of, uh, I think a, a, a game called Black Tiger. But he's really good at Pac-Man. Anyway, and he was distraught that in the tournament he placed second, and he and he he was telling me, man, he was ranting. He's just like they changed the AI and the ghosts, man. Like, the AI it, and the ghosts. Yeah, well, the like, ghosts have AI. Yeah, they do. Yeah, it's like well, I thought they just kind of were a little slow, and then suddenly they knew where you were. Oh no! See, um, as any as any Pac-Man uh, player can tell you. The red ghost is the brains. The red ghost follows you around. The other ones are stupid and kind of follow the red ghost around sometimes and then occasionally just like wander off into corners. See, the now red I consider myself a pretty damn good Pac-Man player, but I never, I guess I never picked up on that. I just had my way, you know, the route that I, I go heard, each I heard, I heard that from someone. In fact, it might have been Triforce. He was saying, you know, if, if one of the ghosts, I think the red ghost goes one way, he knows exactly what pattern to take on like certain levels. Hmm. Not so on the cell phone, Pac-Man. He said they changed that, which screwed him, screwed him out of uh, the number one yeah, seat. That's right, he got second place. But uh, luckily for him, uh, he was, I think, uh, competing in different tournaments this year. No cell phone Pac-Man for him. And yeah. none for us either, because it wasn't really that great. They were selling a lot of plush toys, though. Yeah, they, they did, Namco did have a booth, and they were selling overpriced Pac-Man stuff. But we got free postcards. We got free Ms. Pac-Man postcards mm. and uh, a couple other little freebies from the Namco booth. That's true. Mm -hmm. That's true. Free postcards are cool. I did play the, on cell phones, I did play the, the cell phone uh, Popeye game. And I have played many, many an hour on an actual uh, arcade cabinet of Popeye the Sailor Man. <laughs> I'm pretty good at the game, and I gotta say, the cell phone version was way easier. Or maybe I'm just that good. But I got farther than I've ever gotten before in that game, and uh, the graphics were awesome. You know, they were, they were redone, the music was redone. Uh, and I'm gonna say, yeah, Popeye the arcade game on a cell phone, even though I had to kind of guess what my thumb was doing with a, a tiny, 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 minuscule D-pad. Yeah, I, th I thought that was pretty decent. Awesome. I, I tried to play the Snoopy game that was right next to that, the one that they were really trying to promote this, oh, yeah, this the year. Oh, yeah, huge, huge Snoopy wall. Oh, man. I was not a fan of the Snoopy game. Sorry to bring it back to the downer, but I... Uh... Yeah, cell phone games. What the crap? Well, let's talk about a game that I thought was absolutely beautiful. Okay. Um, they're calling it the game of the year, Bioshock. <laughs> I was just amazed. I, was, I thought it was absolutely beautiful. Now, the reason that he's laughing is because I actually didn't know. Oh, no, no, no. Let, let me break it down. Okay, so, please. So, so I'm, I'm standing for a half an hour talking to the lady who's who's a PR person for the Unreal uh, 3 engine that they had a, a mod level of that I got to play. And while I'm doing this, Z is watching Bioshock. She's watching somebody play it. She's ooing and eyeing. And then when I get back to where she's at, she's like, Chad, Chad, I really like this game. That's I think I it's talk. really great. It's beautiful. I'm like, yeah, Z, that's Bioshock. They're calling it the game of the year. Um. <laughs> All right. But it was absolutely beautiful. I mean, mm. there's the water effect was gorgeous. All the attention to detail in all the different rooms. I, I was so impressed with the game. I really, really was. Mm. And, you know, I might not be on the up and up in, as far as uh, current games and what's getting released when and all that, because I'm definitely more of an old school gamer. But, however, 
Um, it was it was so nice to see a game with um, you know such an inventiveness and attention to detail and uh, totally. What was interesting is that that game was only on a that I saw was only on a couple consoles, um, whereas some of the other games were like really being pushed very very much by uh, by some of the other laptops and I I felt like that game could have been on everything you know. It's I was, true. Well, I was surprised. I, I think that game is like the the no fail crowd pleaser. You know, like uh, I played it on a laptop. Somebody was featuring. Uh, somebody had it running on a Dell. Mm -hmm. You know, in another booth. I think uh, they had it on Xbox 360, in that uh, gated area. You know what I found too um, at uh, the con or the expo was that um, they're really pushing laptops. Yeah. That was something that I really felt when we were walking around, is that the gaming towers were there, and if that's what you're into, then you would definitely, you know, trick out your, you know, you'd pimp your ride, you know, oh, yeah. like... I saw, I saw some Alienware there. Right. There's definitely some, some awesome-looking uh, towers, but I would say that on a whole, the laptop seems to be really coming into its own, and, and I think that more and more people who used to be tower people are now getting laptops just um, because they can now uh, withstand the kind of memory and, and such that these high power games are asking of them. Yeah. And you can take them with you. You can take it to a party. You can be careful. But It's so. true. Land parties no longer, you know, do you have to lug around your desktop. Now you just need a wireless card and a router right. and a bunch of laptop people. Right, or no longer do you need to uh, have a LAN party in which you go to a place where all the computers are already set up. You know, you can just plug in and have a table, a table full of computers. Very true, very true. But so, I just thought that was interesting. All the tons of laptops, tons of them all cool. over. An interesting observation. <laughs> so let's see. We also played Z played The Sims. Uh, I got to to play Team Fortress for a little bit. Um, I thought I got my butt handed to me. Um, and there were, there were a lot of, uh, different gamer events. I mean, there, there, there are things, there were a lot of things, uh, that weren't specifically video game related, but I don't think, I didn't really pay any, any attention to them. Well, there were cars there and, um, you know, there, there were a lot of technology things, just a lot of promo items and different events throughout the day. Um, a lot of, uh, talkbacks, people on stages speaking about their products and how amazing they're going to make our lives. That's true. Um, did you, did you know that you might've had to possibly pay extra to get into those? No. Well, so. I did see that on the website, but then it didn't feel that way when we were there. Right. It seemed like, it seemed like anybody could just crash in there. Yeah. I, I personally didn't see any kind of VIP areas um, so much while we were there, but, um, you know. <laughs> there was, the only VIP area I saw was, um, uh, what's the name of that show on the GGL? Epileptic Gaming? Yeah, Epileptic Gaming had their booth set up with the cameras and everything ready to go, ready to do an episode of Epileptic Gaming. I was like, man... <laughs> <laughs> Here we are in the, uh, from the like the studios in where where do they where were they tape it in L.A. Like here's epileptic gaming in New York City. Yeah, nobody's here. We could put on the headsets right now and do an episode. <laughs> I I don't know if it was the GGL or uh, whose equipment it was, but there were there were a few roaming cameras, uh, constantly collecting footage, uh, especially from the from the concert. Definitely, yeah. Yeah. And and uh, much like other conventions, they did have a bunch of headlining uh, acts. A couple really noteworthy ones, like I saw a video of uh, 
of MC Frontalot, who was who coined Nerdcore. You know, he was there. the The band we saw, oh, I didn't really like as much. I think They're, they were an opener. You know, <laughs> it's, they were warming be, up the crowd. I guess. I mean, there were a bunch of seats, and they were mostly empty, and everybody seemed to be not really giving a crap about the band that we saw. Yeah. Well, and that was, but that was also at the very beginnings of the Guitar Hero Three tournament, and uh, you know, I I have a feeling based on uh, people I've talked to and stuff that it got more and more hyped as the day went on, and more people got psyched about it. Right. But uh, you know, it, it, I I will say that when we were there, it it was kind of a letdown. You know, we're used to being in some pretty amazing concerts and this one felt a little weak. Yeah, and I think I think that just it's just a a comparison that we could draw between um what digital life is and what, you know, other video game and anime conventions really mm -hmm. are. But they did have a tournament set up there. JC Media was there That's doing true. the our tournament. Our friends from Empire Kitty and JC Media together. Yes. Uh, so if you walked all the way uh, into digital life and then went all the way to the right and to the back, you would come to this little area where <laughs> they were the having corner. <laughs> where they're having a real deal tournament. It wasn't necessarily being sponsored by any kind of um, you know corporate uh, event or or anything. It was just them setting up some tables, having tournaments, and you know I think most of the people there knew each other anyways, which is cool. So yeah, um, I, yeah I think that was really great. I mean and. And we, we walked up to him and told him so. We're like, guys, this is what this should be all, really all about anyway. It's just like a bunch of guys just throwing down playing games, you know. Which, I don't... <sighs> I don't know. What's the sigh? Well, I mean, you know, it's... I, it's just like, it, it's hard to compare. It's hard to review. Um, the, you know, the, this kind of... Uh, and it's I, an expo, man. Like that's what you're doing. You're selling your stuff, you know. Yeah, but I guess I, I guess I was looking for something more within this that was more like a convention. Like, hang hang on, I'm getting a call. Oh, who is it? Oh, oh it's Darren Demarco. Hang oh, on. Oh, we'll put him on speaker. All right. Yo, hey, what's up, Darren? Hey, hey. What's hey. Going on, guys? Oh, we were just uh, doing a commentary about digital life. You know, me and Chad went last weekend. Yeah, we were. Yeah. You know, I, I heard I heard you went, and, you know, I'm, personally, you know, I'm, I'm getting more psyched up for MAGFest. Oh, yeah? I've been, I've been waiting all year for, you know, it's, 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 it's my favorite, it's like almost my favorite time of the year, you know, it's better than Christmas, better than Halloween, because they've got just everything to do with games there. It, they're, not, they're not bogged down with all this other crap, like trying to sell you things, trying to make money off you, it's just... They're making sure you have fun 100% of the time there, and you and you are having fun the whole time there. Yeah, because like one of the things we were saying is that there wasn't really a huge community. Do you, you think MagFest has more of a community? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you got, and, and the great thing is, it's not just one type of people of the community. It's just, you know, you've got gamers there, you've got anime fans, you've got cosplayers, you've got, you know, all across the board. It's just bringing the whole gamer community together. It's true, man. You got internet video people like us there. A huge community of remixers showing up. Two nights of concerts. Tons of video games. Man, that sounds like oh, an yeah. awesome party. Man, three days it of partying. Party atmosphere and showings with movies and, and games and tournaments and everything, man. Darren, are you going? Oh, hell yeah, I'm going. I, I just told you I've been waiting for this all year. 
Man, and we're going. Damn straight we're going. We and, got a panel. And MAGFest, or uh, Screw Attack is going. That's right. And the Nerd, the nerd is going. Mm -hmm. Everybody's going. Yeah. Well, yeah. Let's just go to MAGFest. That's true, man. I mean, I think it's more up our alley than uh, an electronics expo. Yeah, expos, they have their place. But I think what we were really looking for is the kind of thing that we can find at MAGFest. That's true. Why look for something that you already know where to find? MAGFest! <laughs> Woohoo! Woohoo! MAGFest! Yes! Yeah! Yes! <laughs> My fist is raised in the air right now. You can't see it. Yes!